Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Thursday, November 30th, and we start with local news. The Murray County Commission met on November 20th to approve a number of items, including a resolution which would provide additional funding for lobbyists to support amending the 2006 County Powers Relief Act, sparking a debate over the county's representation on the matter. The resolution would provide an additional $25,000 for lobbying efforts for the upcoming legislative session. The commission has already approved $75,000 to go towards the hiring of one lobbyist. The efforts are part of the fight to pass an impact fee, which would allow local commissions to decide how fees would be used to pay for growth from upcoming developments. In 2006, a bill known as the County Powers Relief Act was passed, allowing local governments to enact adequate facilities taxes on new developments. However, the bill limited the ability of counties or municipalities to increase impact fees via private acts of the legislature. Earlier this year, a bill seeking to remedy the problem, which was sponsored by Representative Scott Sapicki, failed to pass the House Property and Planning Subcommittee. Representative Sapicki, who was not in attendance for the meeting, was brought up several times by commissioners who questioned his representation. I think we do have a representative, but that particular representative has not attended the last three meetings when we discussed this matter, District 8 Commissioner Ray Jeter said. Quite frankly, I feel like we are not being represented properly on this matter. Otherwise, I would not be in favor of spending the money for a lobbyist, he said. District 10 Commissioner Danny Grooms shared the same sentiments. For two years, we tried to get this passed through the legislature. For two years, it's been shot down, Grooms said, asking that Representative Kip Capley be included in the meetings. If we don't do something, then we all... All we do is sit here and talk. Either we put up the money to try to get this through, to get some relief for the people of this county, or we keep going down the road that we're going, he said. However, Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt said Representative Sapicki has been working on many other bills. We do have a representative, and I have been a representative, but there are other bills that our representative is working on as well, Mayor Butt said. He needs help to get into those offices and get this bill passed for us among other bills, she said. To me, I've always thought you have to make an investment sometimes to make money. This is an investment for us to eventually have some kind of fee, some kind of developers pay in to help us with what we have to do to continue the growth in Murray County, she said. The contract will be reviewed by County Attorney Daniel Murphy with an out clause as part of the agreement. The Tennessee General Assembly will reconvene on Tuesday, January 9th. Mount Pleasant City Manager Kate Collier indicated recently to the city commissioners her intention to retire in the coming months, and the city will work with the Municipal Technical Advisory Service, or MTAS, to open the process for searching for her successor. The previous process to hire a city manager, including the process that ended in Collier's hiring, hiring has been for the commissioners to meet with candidates individually and vote during an open meeting. That process was utilized in this case for at least two candidates, but ultimately the commission voted 3-2 to two in favor of asking MTAS for help to initiate a search process. I think we should open the search for the city manager position. For the sake of transparency and all involved, I think we need to open the position, Mayor Bill White said. I think we need to ask MTAS to help us establish the search for the position. 
In my opinion, it will help us get the best city manager for the city and is the most transparent option, he said. According to city attorney Corey Jones, there have been allegations of closed-door meetings, but she noted that, to my knowledge, there has been no group discussion with anyone. Any discussion as a group outside of an open meeting would be a violation of the Sunshine Law. Given the stuff that is being thrown around, I think the best thing would be to go with MTAS and try to do a sooner-than-later search, Commissioner Pam Johnson said. Jones gave the commissioner several options, including the MTAS selection process and the in-house process. It's important that you have clear parameters on how the process will work. There are benefits and downfalls to each of the selection processes. However, each of them helps legitimize the process, promote transparency, and hopefully lead to qualified applicants, she said. Vice Mayor Jacqueline Granberry, who voted against White's motion to utilize MTAS, said she felt like the process search process used beforehand was sufficient. I don't know why we would go with MTAS when the city commission has always been the one to interview and hire the city manager, she said. If they did that poor of a job, how did we get such a good city manager that we have sitting here now? Commissioner Mike Davis made a motion to hire a former Columbia attorney who is currently practicing in Memphis, Rhonda Hooks. Hooks was vetted similarly to Collier prior to being hired, but the motion was defeated 3-2, to two, with Commissioners Willie Alderson and Johnson, along with White, voting against. I was making a motion for Ms. Rhonda Hooks because I think she knows what she's doing and she can do the job, he said. I'm sorry, Rhonda. I think they did you wrong, he said. Collier, who was hired in 2016 as the city manager, has indicated her desire to stay on through the transition period through an email to commissioners prior to the most recent city commission meeting. She wants to make sure the city is left in good standing, and I appreciate what she's done, but we shouldn't have a meeting and she shouldn't have come to us and she and said she is planning on retiring and we need to go from there, Davis said during the meeting. Alderson said she was appreciative of the email notice given by Collier and for her time on the commission. Ms. Kate, I appreciate you wanting to stick around with whoever we hire. You have done an awesome job and we have an awesome staff. You offered to stick around with whoever we hired is greatly appreciated, Alderson said. No matter what the process for finding a candidate, Johnson said she hopes those who apply will be somewhat local and familiar with the city and its current projects. We're on a really great trajectory as a city, and we've hired some really great people. I shared with Rhonda and I share with Victor that it's extremely important to me as a member of this commission that we continue that and not go through a prolonged national search, she said. I would be more comfortable with someone who's in the area and can help us. We need somebody that's local, that knows the city and the area, and is already connected. We're too far along in this in so many things to bring somebody in completely cold, she said. The President James K. Polk Home and Museum is a recipient of a $28,000 grant for capital maintenance and improvement from the state of Tennessee and as administered through the Tennessee State Museum. The grant award will be used for renovations to the Polk Home's historic detached kitchen, according to a press release from Visit Columbia Tourism Bureau. Work will include fixing an adjoining door that is rotting, removing the plaster, and replacing the original windows. Additionally, the Polk Home will install period-accurate shelving. The Tennessee General Assembly made available $5 million in funding from the 2023-24 Appropriations Act for the sole purpose of providing grants to museums with a 501c3 nonprofit organization or affiliated with a governmental entity for capital maintenance and improvements. 
It was a highly competitive process. In total, the Tennessee State Museum received 170 applications, totaling $12.5 million in funding requests for the $5 million appropriation. The museum made full or partial awards to 108 museums across the state, representing 58 counties. The Tennessee State Museum serves the state of Tennessee through history, art, and culture, said Ashley Howell, Tennessee State Museum Executive Director. There's incredible work being done throughout the state by our strong network of Tennessee museums and historic homes. This grant is an extension of how we can further support their efforts and the preservation of local and state history. We thank the Tennessee General Assembly for their support for Tennessee museums. The Capital Improvement and Maintenance Grant had a minimum request amount of $5,000 and a maximum request amount of $100,000. All projects must be completed by June 30th of 2024. Over the past few years, we have been utilizing the kitchen more frequently for programming, said Rachel Helvering, the Polk Homes Executive Director. These renovations will help us create a more accurate experience for visitors and complement the kitchen garden that opened in 2021, she said. The President James K. Polk Home and Museum preserves the legacy of the nation's 11th president. Guided tours of the Polk Ancestral Home on West 7th Street are available year-round, Monday through Sunday. To learn more, visit www.jamescapehoke.com. The Columbia Mayor's Youth Council is giving back this holiday season by hosting a winter coat drive to benefit the Family Center. The coat drive began Monday, November 27th and will end on Monday, December 8th. New coats, socks, and blankets will be accepted and can be dropped off Monday through Friday during school hours. A provided drop box will be at the following high school locations, Columbia Central High School, Columbia Academy, Mount Pleasant High School, and Kalioka Unit School. Donations will also be accepted at Columbia City Hall Lobby, located at 700 North Garden Street in Columbia, from 7.30 a.m. to 4 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday. Mayor Chaz Mulder stated, I'm so proud of our Columbia Mayor's Youth Council once again serving their community, not because they have to, but because already at a young age, they have the desire to. They want to serve our community, and this coat drive allows us all an opportunity to follow their lead. I say it over and over again. I am confident in our community's future because I get to see our community's future already hard at work, making this community a better place. This is the third year of the Columbia Mayor's Youth Council, which was established in the spring of 2021. This youth council allows students to connect with other peers in their community who want to make a difference through planning community events, partnering with local organizations, raising awareness, and connecting with future generations of leaders. I am so excited to announce that the Columbia Mayor's Youth Council will be hosting the Winter Coat Drive to benefit the Family Center, stated CMYC Chair Caroline Cashin. Cashin continued, I am so incredibly proud of how these young people continue to put Columbia first, and I am thrilled to see what all we can accomplish this year. For further information regarding the Winter Coat Drive or the CMYC, you can visit www.columbiatn.com forward slash CMYC. Murray County shoppers, mark your calendars for shopping opportunities in town that keep dollars spent local. The annual Buy $50, Get $10 local shopping promotion began November 29th and uh, begins November 29th through November 30th. Receive a $10 bonus card for every $50 you spend on local gift cards. The local shopping initiative launched by Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance. Accepted at over 50 small businesses and restaurants across Murray County, local first gift cards could just make the deal 
ideal stocking stuffer for anyone on your holiday list. Participating businesses include retail, eateries, and services, including bed and breakfasts, breweries, wine bars, hair salons, boutiques, restaurants, and more. Every penny stays in the community and supports the vibrant local businesses, according to a recent Murray Alliance newsletter. Will Evans, president of Murray Alliance, said the program boosts local pride and fuels the local economy, keeping dollars in Murray County. By choosing to shop local, we are not merely engaging in a simple transaction of goods and services. We are fostering growth, creating jobs, and fortifying the foundation of our community, Evans said. Keeping our dollars local supports the businesses run by our friends and family, by those that support our local nonprofits, and by those that, in turn, buy their goods and services from other local artisans and suppliers. The Murray Alliance Local First Gift Card Program provides a similar benefit as other universal gift cards, allowing the user to choose where they would like to shop with the benefit of knowing their dollars are staying in the community, Evans said. Kara Williams, director of the Murray County Chamber of Commerce, said the chamber is very proud of the Local First Gift Card and the growth it has had over the years. These gifts highlight our small local merchants and ensure dollars stay in our local community. Our small businesses are an integral part of what makes Murray County a charming and thriving place. Local First Gift Cards are available for purchase year-round at Murray Alliance. You can visit murrayalliance.com forward slash local dash first dash cards for more information and a listing of participating businesses. The lights will shine bright as the countdown to Christmas begins with Columbia Main Street's 37th annual Christmas Parade and Tree Lighting, which will be on Saturday. The event will once again take place in historic downtown Columbia from 6 to 8 p.m., with this year's lineup featuring a record number of 120 participants and floats, according to a City of Columbia press release. Kicking off the holiday season with a Christmas parade and tree lighting truly warms your heart and puts a smile on your face, Columbia Main Street manager Kelly Johnson said. I am thrilled for the community and businesses to be part of this annual event because it shows how magical and unique our town truly is. I encourage all to come early and stay late for this festive event that takes place in the heart of historic downtown Columbia, she said. Leading the parade is this year's Grand Marshal will be retired Colonel Ashley Brown, whom Johnson said was the first name on this year's list of potential candidates. Johnson said Brown was an obvious choice, not only as a civil servant, a retired U.S. Army National Guard veteran, but as someone who truly represents Columbia well. We are really excited to have him be a part of the parade this year, Johnson said. We knew it was the right choice. Brown first joined the Army at age 17, rising to the rank of platoon sergeant by age 20. He steadily rose through the ranks until Brown was promoted to colonel in 1988. He is also an honorary colonel on the staff of the governors of Kentucky, Alabama, and Tennessee, and is an honorary professor of military science at the U.S. Army Reserve Forces School in St. Louis, Missouri. In 1969, Brown was elected to the Murray County Court, now known as the Murray County Commission, as well as serving as chairman of the Rules and Alcohol Beverage Boards. He also served on the Budget, Hospital, and Schools Committees. He's just one of those guys where you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone to say anything bad about Ashley Brown. Well, you have a lot wanting to say something good about Ashley Brown, Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder said. I'm proud of the decision, not only because it is well-deserved, but because he is a personal friend, the mayor said. As a local Kiwanian, Brown served as president of Columbia Kiwanis from 1980 to 81 and remains an active member. 
Brown's other civic roles include serving as a member of the Murray Regional Hospital Advisory Board, Murray County Mental Health Board, Murray County Civil Service Commission, and president of UGF. He is also a past commander of American Legion Post 19. Brown was awarded an Outstanding Citizen of the Year Award in 2002 and 2009 by Columbia Civitan and Golden K Kiwanis Clubs. The parade will begin starting at 6 p.m. on Saturday, featuring several holiday-themed floats, marching bands, costumed characters, as well as local churches, businesses, nonprofits, and other civic groups, all making their way down West 7th Street. Santa will then light the 40-foot Christmas tree topper at around 7.15 p.m. on the Murray County Courthouse steps. Entertainment will be provided by DJ Amped Eric McCandless, as well as an original song performed by Marta Alberason and trophy presentations to multiple Best Of Parade winners. It will be a hit once Santa lights the tree and people can hang around, dance, and have fun, Johnson said. Marta is also coming back after singing in last year's parade. The song she is singing this year, she wrote about last year's parade experience, and it will definitely become a Columbia Christmas Parade classic, she said. With a record-setting lineup, Johnson said additional prep work was done to ensure a steady flow for our participants throughout the night. There will also be a new, somewhat interactive opportunity for the kids featured this year. Logistically, the parade should be better for participants who are lining up along the parade route, Johnson said. We are also handing out around 700 giveaways to kids in the crowd. It's like a glow stick, but more, which will be fun to see light up among the crowd, she said. This year's Grand Marshal sponsor is Stan McNabb, Chevrolet of Columbia. I'm so excited for this year's Columbia Main Street Christmas Parade and tree lighting celebration. 37 years and going strong, Mayor Mulder said. I can't wait to welcome our residents and visitors alike and what will be a magical night in Columbia. The King's Daughter School and Heritage Bank and Trust are once again seeking help to make many Christmas wishes come true with the 23rd annual Santa's Mailbox Gift Drive. The annual drive will run through Thursday, December 14th. Wish letters can be picked up from Santa's Mailbox at Heritage Bank and Trust branches in Columbia and Mount Pleasant. The letters are from disadvantaged King's Daughter students and state custody kids who will be spending Christmas on campus. Students have written down their Christmas wishes and letters to Santa. Santa's mailbox should be easy to spot when you walk into a Heritage Bank and Trust lobby. Each letter contains one Christmas wish item for a student, a press release states. We are so grateful to Heritage Bank and Trust for their support of our Santa's mailbox program. Many of our students cannot go home for the holidays, so the contributions of the bank, their customers, and our entire community make their Christmas wishes come true. King's Daughter School Executive Director Shauna Pounder said, once gifts are returned, they will be wrapped by the King's Daughter staff members and placed in Santa's bag ready for delivery at the King's Daughter School's campus on Christmas Eve. The school and bank members thank you ahead of time for helping make Christmas special for each and every child at KDS, the press release states. Heritage Bank and Trust is resuming hosting duties this year as a continued value partner to KDS. Heritage Bank and Trust is proud to be a part of the wonderful work being done by the King's Daughter School said Shelley Golden, KDS board member and chief risk officer for Heritage Bank and Trust. The King's Daughter School is a nonprofit residential school that has provided academic, vocational, and life skills training to students with developmental delays for over 60 years. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of clouds and sun today, followed by cloudy skies later in the day. The high will be 62 degrees with winds out of the south at 10 to 15 miles per hour. 
Tonight, we can expect showers in the evening with steady rain coming in overnight. The low will be 46 degrees with winds out of the south-southeast at 10 to 15 miles per hour. The chance of overnight rain, 90%, with a quarter of an inch expected. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia, since 1856, people you can rely on. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. 
This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neusen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Jingle bells, houses sell all the time of the year. To get the most out of your house, let us help you there. With free home staging, yard landscaping, and some free repairs. We will carve for you to make your dreams come true. Mr. Grinch, beware. Merry Christmas to you and your family from George Varalis and The Way Realty. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus Christ changes lives. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrilis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Governor Bill Lee and First Lady Maria Lee celebrated Christmas at the Capitol on Monday evening with the lighting of the state's Christmas tree. The annual event featured live performances from the 129th Army Band and the Choir Room Choir, and, of course, a visit from Santa Claus himself. The Lees read Song of the Stars to children prior to the lighting of this year's state Christmas tree, a 35-foot Norway spruce, which was donated by Springfield U.S. Army veteran Dexy Goff. We hope that this season is a great blessing to you as we celebrate the birth of Christ and the hope that that brings to the people of the world, Governor Lee said. Representatives from Franklin-based nonprofit My Friend's House served as guests of honor, and some attendees brought donations of canned foods and baby diapers in support of severe county food ministries. The event was not without its detractors, as several people silently protested Lee's planned push to expand school vouchers, and several other protesters led a chant calling for the U.S. to support a ceasefire in besieged Palestine. The public can also tour the Tennessee residents from December 1st through the 3rd and the 7th through the 10th, where the holiday decor theme, Heaven and Nature Sing, portrays the larger-than-life magic experienced during the holiday season, the beauty of Tennessee's natural landscapes, and the joy of the coming of Christ and the salvation of the world. The tours are self-guided and free to the public, but require a reservation online. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today.
Printer and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Living with a worn joint can be painful and frustrating. Leave your joint pain in the past with a joint replacement procedure at Murray Regional Health. Our joint replacement program has been recognized in the top 10% of the nation for medical excellence and patient safety thanks to our highly skilled and experienced surgical staff who perform progressive procedures for the knees, hips, shoulders, elbows, and ankles. For more information, go to murrayregional.com slash joint replacement. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Columbia Fire and Rescue is excited to be partnering with the Christmas Store this year for a toy drive to help provide gifts for local needy families. Columbia Fire and Rescue will be setting up a fire truck in front of Walmart of Columbia every Friday and Saturday from December 1st through the 16th from 1 to 6 p.m. Shoppers are invited to buy a toy and help fill the fire truck up for needy kids in our community. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM, WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.